Assalamualaikum everyone. I am Hakim from the QTIO team. Firstly, we would like to thank everyone who has been listening to us for the past few episodes and we truly hope everyone has gained beneficial knowledge from them. We are currently in the midst of planning new podcast content for all of you and inshallah, we will be putting them into action in the upcoming months. Next, we would like to wish everyone all the best for their upcoming examinations and we understand that it is also the crunch period for many of us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease. In this episode, we have Ustazah Shahida Sheikh Salim who has a diploma in Islamic jurisprudence and law and holds a bachelor's degree in Arabic language and literature. She is currently serving as a full-time teacher in Madrasa Al-Saghuf Al-Arabiya and also the current HOD for Arabic and Revealed Knowledge for the primary level. Today's topic is part of the pearls from the Quran series entitled Relationships. Let's get to it. Okay. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillahirrabbilalamin wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursalin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yasirli amri wa hlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli amma ba'd Okay, um, I'm totally new here This is my first time in NUS um, Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to get to enter NUS Because it has been one of my dreams when I was young <coughs> You are very lucky to be in NUS, but of course, don't be too, you know, like um, boastful, lah, okay? Because you are NUS student, okay? You have the highest status in the society or whatever, okay? But whatever it is, you have to be grateful that you have the opportunity to be here, and please continue to strive for the best, okay? Um, inshallah, today um, I'll be sharing with you samples from the Quran which is Hablum min Allah wa Hablum min nas which is your relationship with Allah and your relationship with other human beings okay um, I do not want to use the word relationship because it can mean other things right so because in your head you will be thinking about oh maybe um, this topic is very interesting because it's about relationship okay but no, uh, I'm not going to touch on that so much, okay? But it's more on how you can get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from there, you will also get closer to the people around you, to the community and to anyone and everyone, okay? Okay, so um, for the first pearl that I'm going to share. Today, uh, today uh, I have three pearls that I would like to share with all of you. So the first one will be this formula. Um, okay, all addition, there's no subtraction or division, multiplication, okay? Uh, I thought, I mean, you all come from different backgrounds, right? Not everyone from science faculty, right? You come from um, maybe engineering or something, yeah. So, I thought this might be something that you can recall back during your primary school days because I'm used to teaching in primary school. So, yeah, addition is the most favorite Okay. <laughs> if you give subtraction, then they'll be like, uh, okay, <laughs> you know, then you get minus, right? Okay. So first, um, we should focus on how we can hold on firmly to the rope of Allah. Okay. So uh, you have uh, played tug of war before. Any of you tried? Uh, okay. You have hold on to uh, an actual rope before in your life, or 
you have not hold on to any rope before. <laughs> okay, this rope is not that rope that you have played okay in the tug of war game. Okay, this is totally different. Uh, I will explain later. And then uh, be among those who enjoy what is right and forbid what is wrong. Okay, what is enjoying what is right and forbid what is wrong? Means you always um, strive to do the best, strive to do good deeds, okay, and ask people to do good deeds together with you. Okay, it's not just you doing on your own, but you ask people to do it together with you. Okay, and of course, thri uh, try to go away, forbid yourself and forbid others from doing wrong, the wrong things. Okay, there can be any so many wrongdoing so many good deeds that we can share i mean all of you are aware what is right what is wrong i mean i don't have to like literally explain okay the right thing is to eat with your right hand okay the wrong thing is to eat with your left hand but what if you are left-handed <laughs> so you still re eat with your right hand right no matter if you are left-handed or right-handed yeah so this kind of thing it's very basic, straightforward. So if you add this two, inshallah, you will achieve success. So what is success? Is it only your academic grades? What is your definition of success? Maybe anyone can share with me? Happiness, okay. Alhamdulillah, mashallah, thank you. Happiness. So happiness, not only in this world, but also in the hereafter, okay? Um, so the first verse in Surah um, Ali Imran, okay, that we would like, uh, I would like to share with you is وَاَتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا Okay, so, uh, sorry, it will come after this, okay. So the first verse is يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Okay, so oh, you who have believed Fear Allah as he should be feared and do not die except as Muslims in submission to him. Okay? So for this one, I have to sit down. Because, <laughs> yeah, I have to refer to something for a while. Okay. So, um, there are few key, uh, key points here that you can take note. Number one is the word, Ittaqullaha haqqa tuqati. Okay? What is Ittaqullah? What is fear Allah? And then um, the second part is Wala tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. Okay. Okay, this verse means um, you should actually embrace Allah with uh, embrace to the path of Allah with taqwa. Okay, what is uh, be um, sorry to the path that pleases Allah and attain closeness to Him. Okay, meaning you have to be sincere and ikhlas in whatever you do to achieve Allah, uh, to achieve mardatillah. If you have heard of this word before, mardatillah means the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, so how can we achieve true conscience and fear of Allah? So how can we achieve? Of course, number one, through our five daily prayers. Okay, when we perform our prayers, we really perform with khushu'. Okay, I remember last week you you recited this verse Okay, khashi'un means with khushu. Okay. And then what else that you can do to to achieve the conscious and fear 
of Allah not not say fear as in you are really scared of Allah no okay it's not about being scared but rather to really um uh, how to say to really um acknowledge that Allah is the almighty okay there is no other thing that symbolizes Allah so that will lead to the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay okay so this one the next one okay واعتصموا بحبل الله جميعا ولا تفرقوا واذكروا نعمه الله عليكم اذ كنتم اعداء فالف بين قلوبكم فاصبحتم بنعمته اخوانا وكنتم على شفا حفرة من النار فأنقذكم منها كذلك يبين الله لكم آياته لعلكم تهتدون So I will try to read to you every verse Okay then you can read the translation on your own Okay I will just extract the key takeaways from this verse So what is actually the rope of Allah? Number one, there are five points, okay, that you can maybe write down or something, okay. Number one is the Quran, definitely, the our book, the our holy book, Al Quranul Karim, okay, which has been brought down in the month of Ramadan. What is the first verse that has been brought down to our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam? If you can recall, the first verse. Anyone have heard of it before? Okay, it's okay. It's actually <laughs> in Surah Al-Alaq. Okay, the verse Iqra. Iqra bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq. Okay. So, that is why the Quran is the most important thing that you have to hold on to in your life. Because it has anything and everything that you need to know. It is your guide. Okay, it is your guide to whatever misery whatever happiness whatever questions whatever doubts you have okay you can always go back to the the Quran and refer to it okay and then you have to number 2 being sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hablullah means sincerity okay sincerity with whatever you do sometimes there's a lot of people who will just do things because of uh, for the sake of other human beings because you want to be praised because you are forced to do it okay because there's no other choice that you can make yes yeah, sometimes in life you have to face this kind of prob- this kind of situation right it's not a problem sorry <laughs> it's a situation that you have to face doing something that you don't like but actually it is good for you okay and also doing something that you like but actually it is not good for you okay so this kind of uh, things you have to really bear in mind to really be sincere to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala and then uh, number 3 the point a uh, point 3 point number 3 is uh, our religion islam okay islam is also part of hablullah the rope of allah so what is islam why is it being called islam It comes from the word um, aslama, right? Islam means um, peace. Okay, so Islam means peace. So you spread the word of peace. You spread the word of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Okay, that is Islam. But of course, there's a lot of other meanings to it. 
Okay, we are not going to go in too deep into that. Um, okay, and then Hablullah can also be the pious people and the scholars, the Muslim scholars. So right now, we have like Habib Umar bin Hafiz, if you have heard of him, he's from Hadramut Tarim, Darul Mustafa. We also have um, the Egypt, uh, who anyone went to his talk before? Sheikh Ali Jum'ah. There's a lot of scholars. So in Singapore, our scholar is our Mufti, right? Dr. Fatris Bakaram. Who else that you can name? So many, so many Muslim scholars. But of course, in Singapore, we strive to develop more Muslim scholars. Okay, not only well-versed in the religion, but also well-versed in many other fields. Okay, such as if you, you are doing meds, uh, if a doctor can also be a scholar, okay, a Muslim scholar, uh, a Muslim doctor can also be a scholar, a scientist can also be a scholar, okay. So all this uh, is your duty because you are in NUS, right? Okay. <laughs> so because I come from a madrasa, so I I already follow the path that you don't you don't take that path that I I went. Okay, so you can, um, how to say, rise. Okay, rise and maybe inshallah become one of the Muslim scholars in Singapore. Okay, I mean, I mean, inshallah. So your challenge is to really, why are you laughing? No, it's true, it's true. <laughs> to really rationalize, okay, the dreams of many um, asatizas in Singapore actually. We are looking for people like you. Okay, when you graduate, don't only focus on becoming a scientist. Okay, so you ha you can have a balance in both world, inshallah. Okay, and then um, the fifth point is our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Okay, so our Prophet is our Qudwa Hasana. Okay, he is the best example that we can follow. Okay. Whatever he does is whatever that we have to do. Okay, of course, it is not easy to be like him because we are not him. Okay, but he has um, prepared us. Okay, he has really um, break, brought down the legacy of whatever that he has done in his hadith. Okay, through his hadith, through the Quranic verses and all. Okay. Okay. So inshallah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to follow whatever our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us. Okay. And also we can share whatever that we know to others also. It's not only whatever we know, it's whatever we keep for ourselves. We keep to ourselves, no. Okay. Okay, the next verse. Waltakum minkum ummatuya duuna ila al khairi wa yamuruna bil ma'rufi wa yanhauna 'anil munkar wa ulaika humul muflihun. 
So in this verse, okay, um, umma. The word umma means a nation, okay, a community whereby they enjoin good deeds and they forbid themselves from doing wrong the wrong things. Okay. So um, there's a hadith eh, from a Muslim. Maybe you have heard of it before also, uh, which says, "Man ra'a minkum munkaran, falyuqayiruhu biyadihi. Fa'il lam yastati' fabilisani. Fa'il lam yastati' fabiqalbi. Wadalika adghful iman." Okay. So, which means, whoever among you witnesses an evil, let him change it with his hand. Number one. Okay. If he is unable, then let him change it with his tongue. If he is unable. Then let him change it with his heart, and this is the weakest faith. So, usually, we will take the last one. Okay, just oh, uh, just say everything inside the heart. Okay, and not wanting to go forward, not wanting to really change whatever we see. Okay, because it is not easy. Okay, it is not easy to really become. Those who al-amru bil-ma'ruf wa nahi wa anil munkar. Okay, it is not easy, but it is not impossible. Also, okay, it all it all depends on which three steps that you choose. Is it you want to choose the first step or the second step or the third step? All is acceptable. Okay, but of course, do not curse whatever you dislike in your heart. Okay, because sometimes it will go back to you. It will bounce back to you. So if you don't like something, you make doa. Okay, for example, you see something, someone doing something which is not right, but you don't have the courage to go to that person. Okay, so you make doa, make doa to Allah, Ya Allah, Oh Allah, please help that person change to be a better person. Please guide him, please show him to the right path. Okay, so these are the simplest thing, the simplest steps that you can take. Okay, in order to really do al-amru bil-ma'ruf wa nahi wa anil munkar. Okay, just do the simple thing which is to make dua for that person. And then, inshaAllah, when you have more knowledge, then you can really go to that person and advise that person and all. Okay, but if you feel you are ready now, now, okay, just go. There's no issue. But of course, you have to be, there's a lot of, some there's a lot of ways on how you can approach someone. Okay, cannot just eh. I don't like what you're doing. Okay, cannot cannot be like, why are you so, why are you so like that? Why are you like? You cannot just go to that person and why are you doing that? Okay, so it's that's not the right way. Okay, so first okay maybe invite them for a coffee talk. Okay, coffee talk eh, coffee talk. Okay, maybe you don't drink coffee. Um, whatever drink that is halal, you can drink. Uh, no problem. <laughs> but don't. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe uh, hot chocolate. Okay, I don't know what what kind of drinks do you you all like. Eh? I, I'm okay. I don't want to mention the soft drinks lah. Okay, try try to avoid that. What else? Um, okay, okay. That's the second part. Okay, whatever drinks that you choose is fine. But please, okay. Please approach the other party with um, 
with respect number one with respect okay do not criticize directly and also do not criticize indirectly behind their back okay because it doesn't have any effect it won't change anything okay Okay, so as of now, uh, there are a few questions that is already in. So, do I answer now or? Okay. Okay. Um, can they see the question? No, only I can see the question. Okay. Uh, someone asked, "What does it mean to hold on to the rope of Allah?" Okay. What does it mean? means you hold on to the five points that I mentioned just now. Okay, the Quran. Okay, the Muslim scholars. Not hold on as in <laughs> hold your hands or hold the Quran forever in your hands. No. Okay. Um, no, it's just that you have to really take this as something important in your life. Okay, acknowledge the five the five points that I told you, that I've mentioned to you, okay, and do not put that aside. Always uh, take that as a guide for you, okay. Like if you have, you are facing some difficulties, so you go back to the rope of Allah, to the five points, okay. How do we know if we have attained the rida of Allah subhanahu wa taala? Okay, this is a very good question. How do we know? <laughs> Okay, how do we know is you can see, you can tell from the, your life what has happened in your life. Okay, for example, um, sometimes you do something but people do not know you do your the bad things that you do. That means Allah closed the eye for you. Okay, that means He is actually trying to protect you. Lah. Protect you in a sense that not say he is encouraging you to do bad things of course not okay but because there are things that you do which has already attained mardadillah so the small small things Allah covers for you okay and also uh, this is very subjective okay this is very subjective the actual um, mardadillah that you can see is actually when you go to Jannah okay so then you know, okay, actually my whole life, Alhamdulillah, I have attained Mardatillah. That's why I'm here in Jannah. InsyaAllah, okay? Don't worry, if you you are stuck in the Siratul Mustaqim, right? Na'uzubillah, <laughs> okay? But there, are, there will be people who will be stuck, right, in the Siratul Mustaqim. So, your the people, so that's why you have to mix around with good people. So, these good people will actually bring you, pull you to Jannah. So it's very important. Okay? Very important to find a good companion. And later on, I will explain again. Okay? Okay. From your talk, it's important to seek Allah. But I would just like to know, why is it also important to form meaningful bonds with people who are seeking God? Okay, this one uh, will come later. Okay? <laughs> uh, how do we hold on to the rope of Allah if we are filthy with sins oh okay another good question okay we everyone is uh, everyone has sins basically you don't you don't 
label yourself as being filthy with sins okay you you are not the one who are judge who is to judge yourself is is Allah okay whatever sins you do always just istighfar and seek tawbah istighfar seek tawbah okay innallaha ghafurun rahim okay Allah is the all forgiving whatever you do straight away istighfar 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 insyaallah Allah will definitely okay forgive you if you are ikhlas okay don't just istighfar for the sake of istighfar then it, it has no point okay whatever you do as i mentioned just now ikhlas is very important be sincere in whatever you do okay okay i have one more question i will answer um once i have finished explaining from this one he he mentioned his name so can i say okay no need i'm sorry <laughs> Uh, it's about how how we exemplify ourselves. Okay, how we exemplify ourselves. Uh, that one later I will explain. Okay, once I've explained the other parts. Okay, sorry because I I'm used to talking with small children. So if I talk to you this way, I'm very sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Okay, we have reached to the point number one, the main topic for today, which is hablum minallah, the first part, and then hablum minanas, the second part. Okay. So, uh, pearl number two. Demonstrate taqwa and unity. Then you add it with striving to attain ihsan in worshipping Allah. In our daily activities, in our daily activities. No, sorry. And I will amend. Okay. Okay. There are three main points here: taqwa, unity, and ihsan. Okay. These three words, uh, these three values, I can say, have to be instilled in you throughout your whole life. Okay. Then you can attain hablumin Allah. Insha'Allah, okay. Okay, this is actually a very difficult question, which I myself is still looking for the right answer. Okay, but I will try my best to share with you. Insha'Allah, it will be beneficial. How do we build a relationship with Allah? Because we cannot see Allah, right? It is very difficult. To build a relationship with something that you cannot see, okay. As a human, as human beings, it is very natural, okay. You just believe in whatever you see, okay. Whatever you don't see, of course, we believe in Allah, lah, okay. <laughs> But is uh, what I, what I'm trying to say is it is very difficult to build a relationship with something that you don't see, okay. So um, number one. Okay, you rise for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. What does it mean by rise for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? In Surah Sabah, okay, verse 46. Okay, say, I advise you to do one thing, that you rise for Allah. Okay, what is rising for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? Ah, sun. Okay, very good. Salat. Okay, perform your prayer. Okay, another um, that means you stand up for the sake of Allah. You perform your prayer. Okay, another meaning can be qiyamul lain, 
Have you heard of the word Qiyamul Lain? Your night prayers. Okay. That is also part of rising for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Rising for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala can also mean can also mean you step up. Okay, from being uh, at the bottom. Okay, from being where you are. You seek to improve yourself for the sake of Allah. Means you rise for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Seeking to improve. For the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything we do, it is always lillahi ta'ala. Okay, we have we always have to put this in mind. Okay, that everything we do is for the sake of Allah. We study, we eat, okay, we walk. Everything is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two, connect through dua. Okay, ad-du'a'u silahul mu'min. <coughs> what is ad-du'a'u silahul mu'min? Dua is the weapon of a mu'min that means wherever you go you take that to protect you okay so dua you can make dua anywhere of course not in the washroom okay that one you before you enter the washroom you can make dua lah okay but once inside no um, there are a lot of dua okay that you can get from the Quran okay, if you go to google you just search for 40 dua 40 du'as from the Quran then it will it will appear if you want to know more about the du'as from the Quran okay, you just you can just click in Google it is a trusted website don't worry okay 40 du'as from the Quran it will pop out the du'a and also the meaning of the du'a so it is a good practice if you want to uh, really um, make du'a based on the ayahs of the Quran okay And then be humble. Okay, be humble. Indeed, Allah does not like those who are self-deluding and boastful. From Surah Nisa, verse 36. This one later we will go through. In our Hablu Minanas component. Why is it important that we be humble in whatever we do? Is it being humble because... We do not want people to praise us or we are humble because we know we are Ibadullah. Okay? So there's a difference between being humble because we want people to see that we are humble or because we be humble because we know we are the Ibadullah. Okay? What is Ibadullah? The servants of Allah, the makhlukats. Okay, we are the makhluk of Allah. When do you think that you are really humble in your life? Can anyone tell me this? I mean, share with me one scenario that you think that you are the most humble person on earth. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> what is it? When you are sick. When you are sick, yes, Santa, very good. When you are sick, so when you are sick, you are very weak. Okay, then, then you know lah. You're where you stand right <laughs> when you are sick what do you do then you want to go then you want to remember Allah all these things right yeah actually true but one thing for sure is when you perform your prayers okay when you perform your prayers when you do your psalm when you do your fasting in Ramadan 
Okay, it shows that you are humble. Okay, because you really, um, really go deep into. Okay, of course, maybe you don't go deep into that ibadah. Maybe you just puasa because you want to hari, celebrate Hari Raya, right? Or that one when we were in primary school, eh? Primary school. Because siapa tak puasa, whoever didn't fast, he cannot get the uh, duit raya, right? But for for us, when as we grow, okay, why do we fast? Because we want to feel, we want to have a feel of how the poor and needy when they don't do not have any food to eat, okay? We really feel, we are we are really putting ourselves in their shoes, okay? That is the main objective of why we are fasting all this while, okay? And then to appreciate Allah's blessing. What is Allah's blessing? The food that we eat every day. So from uh, subuh until maghrib we cannot eat. Right? We really appreciate the food that we eat. We keep thinking at 1 o'clock, okay, what, what is for buka? 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, right? So we really become humble when we are fasting. Okay? And also when we perform our prayers. So yeah, the five daily prayers. The five daily prayers is very, very important. Of course, in addition to it, you can perform your sunnah prayers, your rawatib, your other sunnah prayers. But these five daily prayers, you have to really understand why do you perform subuh, zuhur, asar, maghrib, isha. Really know the timing of the salah. Not just salat because you are being asked to do so. Okay? Especially during lesson, right? Um, Zohor and Asar, a lot. Of, this is the most challenging prayer of the day. Okay. Do not be despair because you you miss as Zohor or you miss Asar. So if you know that you are going to miss Asar, for example, your lecture ends very late. Okay. Islam is very. Um, Dinian. You can always Okay, the best is you can go out lah, Leave your lesson, right? And so like But if it is very important Maybe the lecturer is going to share Important notes to you So you you have to jam up your prayer Zohor and Asar Okay, don't just Oh, maybe I, I Never mind, I can solat later lah Solat later as in kodok No, it is better that you Jama your prayer if you already know that you cannot make it. Okay? If you cannot make it, please, please plan your solat schedule well. Okay? Not just solat because you feel that, oh, okay, never mind, as long as I solat, it's fine. At any time I like, I like, cannot. Okay? There's always a time for every solat. This one you have to really, really pay uh, serious attention. It, okay. Of course, there are various scholars who have different views on combining your solat. Okay, but of course, we can jama when we are traveling. That one is for sure you can do. But in our context, sometimes um, we cannot um, how to say go away with all this situation. Okay, so you must plan yourself. For example. Your lesson is at uh, from 1 to 7. Eh? For example, you cannot leave the 
lecture which is very unlikely right <laughs> yeah which is very unlikely unless you are a surgeon okay unless you are a surgeon so students like you have no excuse not to perform your prayer okay but if you really cannot leave your lesson from 1 to 7 pm okay cannot be from 1 to 7 then zuhur tak ada asar so tak ada okay from okay we say 2 from 2 to 7 so in between 1 to 2 you still have time to pray okay you still have time to pray so you pray zuhur and asar when once it is zuhur time okay so you know because you already know you cannot leave um when i was taking my diploma in one of the polytechnic in singapore i do not want to mention where lah okay Uh, my exam starts at 7.15 So when your exam starts at 7.15 What time do you have to be inside the examination hall? Yeah, latest by 7 right? So what we do is actually We solat right uh, behind the back of our examination hall In front of the other uh, races So Yeah, if I can do it, so can you, okay? <laughs> of course, uh, okay, if it's a big lecture hall, a bit difficult, I know, okay? But if it's within the people you know, like tutorial room usually is the people you know, right? Even your other racist friend, they already know. So you can just go to the back for a while and just solat. But I'm sure not many of you are brave enough lah, to do that, right? <laughs> Anyone has tried that before? No really, but I don't have that video that we actually solat. Is it in Singapore, <laughs> not in Malaysia or whichever country? So it's actually possible. I'm I'm trying to tell you that it's actually possible. Okay, don't 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 think that uh, solat is very difficult in Singapore because you have other races around you or whatever. Actually, they don't mind also. Okay, because. You mind your own business, they mind their own business. Lakum dinukum waliyadin. Okay. Just now, Brother Shakir, right? You solat maghrib, you reset. Is it? Ah, surah Al-Kafirin. So, this is how you apply also, okay? Another... Because you are here to apply the verses in the Quran. So, I give you, okay? Lakum dinukum waliyadin. So, inshallah, if you are... If you are considerate to them, they are also considerate to you. Don't worry. If you have okay, if you have tried that and something happened to you, maybe you can uh, text me lah. Okay. <laughs> no no seriously. <laughs> okay then uh, set mini goals. What the, what does it mean by set mini goals? Set mini goals in terms of your prayers. Okay first today, uh, you want to really understand the meaning of Allahu Akbar. So you set you set your goal. Okay, I want to understand what is Allah's, Allahu Akbar all about. So you said, bit by bit after that, the next the next goal is to understand Surah Al-Fatihah. Okay, then the next step is to understand what is Ruku all about, what is Sujud all about. So if you set these mini goals, inshallah you will achieve Hushu in your Salah. So everything has to be planned. Fail to plan is plan to fail, right? So if you plan properly, set your goals right, inshallah, you are able to achieve. That is why that verse is in the Quran. Okay, it is achievable. 
okay it is achievable but it takes time it takes time but you have to plan you have to set the goal you have to start the ball rolling you cannot just wait wait until the khushuk comes to you it will never happen uh, embrace the 99 names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so maybe this one can be the next program for your and your Muslim society because um, for us in the madrasa right we we do this every morning for our assembly okay so we are blessed alhamdulillah that we get to recite the 99 names of Allah every day minus Saturday Sunday lah because we don't have assembly on Saturday and Sunday right <laughs> but we still do it as part of our routine okay even if it's at home we still continue what is so great about the 99 names of Allah you really understand the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay who is Allah actually Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Al-Malik Al-Quddus so many I cannot explain all the 99 names today Okay, so slowly you embrace the 99 names of Allah. By doing this, you can actually feel the connection between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, apart from reciting the Quran every day, this can be another, another ibadah, not, not say ibadah, another routine that you can set. Okay, this is not an ibadah, this is something that you can just do as a routine. Okay, like reciting we read also okay reciting zikir uh, this is also part of your daily routine right? as mentioned by i think mr said has mentioned this this is really powerful if you want to attain hablu min allah okay so you embrace the 99 names of allah uh, have you memorized all the 99 names no okay maybe you know in youtube ada there's a few um, maybe you can uh, next week next few weeks you can try to switch on eh? the 99 names of Allah <laughs> no just now you switch on the nasheed right uh, yeah, so next week try change okay so you apply what you have learned okay any other question maybe if you don't want to type you can also ask me just raise up your hand okay anytime Okay, uh, so the next part will be Habluminanas. Okay, this is the very um, exciting topic, Habluminanas. Okay, the relationship with human beings. This is what we are uh, dealing with every day. So the last pearl for today will be appreciate the people around you and be kind to them. So if you add the two, inshallah you will attain hablu minanas. Okay. Okay, I have a video that I would like to show you. Yeah, it's also um, related to primary school students. Okay, <laughs> but it's okay lah. You, if you watch, there's a lot of lesson that you can learn. So, what can we learn from the video? Okay, basically is to be kind to others. To give to the extent of what you are capable to give. Okay, you see um, Hakim, he saved his money, his pocket money, just to buy a new book for his friend. Okay, so 
for your case also you can do the same of course maybe alhamdulillah everyone is blessed to have everything right mm. maybe this doesn't apply to nus students i don't know <laughs> yeah but <laughs> you can go to um other places maybe you plan a trip to the orphanage to actually see the reality of someone who doesn't have a textbook okay it's not easy to study without a textbook okay and then the, the grandfather he does uh, basically he actually like took his table from home to bring it to the market and help the seller right to actually ease her her daily routine of carrying that box so these are the simple things that you can do even with your neighbors with anybody that um that is around you okay you don't have to go so far away just do it with the people around you okay so we move on to the verses which was recited just now verse 36 but uh, i'm extending it till verse 40 okay so verse 36 wa'budu allah wa la tushriku bihi shay'a wa bil walidayni ihsana wa bidhil qurba wal yatama wal masakin wal jari dhil qurba wal jari al junub was sahibi bil jamb wa bin al sabil wa ma malakat aymanukum inna allah la yuhibbu man kana mukhtalan fakhura okay so this verse uh, explains to us the people that we have to um build a strong relationship with okay our parents okay so basically our parents relatives the needy and orphans our companions and the travelers travelers means the acquaintance people you just meet the passerby the people you know like just by passing by them okay why i use the word companions and i don't use the word friends okay because uh, the the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam his companions okay they we, the people actually use the word companions instead of friends so companion means someone who will lead you to jannah okay instead of friends friends can be anybody so that is why the word companion is very strong okay the the person who will bring you to jannah so please choose the correct companion in your life okay that is very important so uh, how to do good things to your parents by obeying whatever they say because ridallahi fi rida ridal walidain wa sakhatullahi fi sakhatil walidain okay you must remember that okay whatever your parents rida allah also rida for you okay so don't ever um, go against them don't ever go against them okay and then with your relatives the orphans the needy your neighbors all these people okay you have to be kind to them because allah does not like those who are boastful okay Okay next alladhina yabkhaluna wa ya'muruna an-nasa bil-bukhl 
ويكتمون ما آتاهم الله من فضله وأعتدنا للكافرين عذابا مهينا سلك الله العظيم Okay, so what does it mean in this verse? <coughs> Bakhil. Okay, Bakhil. Have you heard of this word before? Bakhil means uh, stingy. Okay, someone, a miser. Okay, a Bakhil is actually a, a miser. Someone who um, is very taken aback by so many things, basically. Okay, does not want to spread the favors of Allah does not want to spread whatever they earn they own okay so they are the bakhil the miser okay so the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wa ayyu da'in adwa'a minal bakhil what disease is more serious than being stingy what disease is more serious than being stingy okay it is actually a metaphor okay that means being stingy is one of the most serious illness okay so and of course we don't see it as a threat okay we don't see it as a threat but it's, it is actually one of the serious disease that requires immediate cure okay he also said the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam also said iyyakum washuha فَإِنَّهُ أَهْلَكَ مَنْ كَانَ قَبْلَكُمْ أَمَرَهُمْ بِالْقَطِيعَةِ فَقَطَعُوا وَأَمَرَهُمْ بِالْفُجُورِ فَفَجَرُوا Which means, beware of being stingy, for it destroyed those who were before you, as it is encouraged them to cut their relation, and they did. And it encouraged them to commit sin, and they did. So this sifa, okay, being bakhil, actually leads to a lot of... Um, trouble so this uh, it, it actually encourage you to break your tie between your friends between your family members and also it encourage you to commit sin okay because it is one of the serious illness in a muslim okay next وَمَنْ يَكُنِ الشَّيْطَانُ لَهُ قَرِيْنًا فَسَاءَ قَرِيْنًا Okay. <clears throat> so, in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that those who spend to show off or to gain the reputation that they are generous, not for the sake of Allah. Okay, so a lot of people nowadays when they give back to the charity they want publicity and stuff like that okay but because of course they have their own reasons okay but whatever you do you cannot be boastful okay just do it for the sake of Allah yadul ulia khairun minal yadi sufla yadul ulia means the hand that gives is better than the hand that accepts okay and also, there's a saying, right? Your what your right hand give, your your left hand shouldn't know. Okay. Okay. وَمَنْ يَكُنِ الشَّيْطَانُ قَرِينًا فَسَاءَ قَرِينًا So in the uh, there's another hadith that states the first three persons on whom the fire will feed are a scholar, a fighter, 
and a spender who shows off with their actions. Okay, so you have to be very careful when dealing with this kind of sifa. Okay, do not be boastful. Always be humble, because whatever you do, Allah knows. Okay, Allah knows whatever that is in your heart. So whatever you do, always be ikhlas, be sincere. Okay, not for the sake of showing off. وَمَاذَا عَلَيْهِمْ لَوْ آمَنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَأَنْفَقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقَهُمُ اللَّهِ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ بِهِمْ عَلِيمًا This ayah means what harm will it cause if they believe in Allah go on the righteous path replace showing off with sincerity have faith in Allah and await his promise in the hereafter for those who do good and spend what he has given them on what he likes and is pleased with. Okay, so Allah has the perfect knowledge of your intention. Okay, whether it is good or bad. He also know, he also knows those who deserve failure and expulsion from his great mercy. So he knows you are destined to be someone successful. Allah already knows. If you are destined to be a failure, then you are a failure. Okay, it is uh, not say you cannot change the fate. You can change. Okay, you can change. You can change if you work hard to be step to step up. Okay, if you are a failure, it do it doesn't mean that oh you are destined to be a failure. You are a failure forever. No, okay. There is still opportunity for you to change, for you to be a better person. Okay, Allah is always there to guide you. Okay, so you have to talk to Allah in your du'a. Talk to Allah, ask Him. The more you talk to Allah, the more you will feel closer to Him. The more you can change your life. Okay. And then the last one, verse 4. إن الله لا يظلم مثقال ذرة وإن تك حسنة يضاعفها ويؤتمل دونه أجرا عظيما. He Allah states that He does not treat any of His servants with injustice on the day of on the day of judgment, be it the weight of a mustard seed or a speck of dust. Rather, Allah shall reward them for this action and multiply it if it were a good deed. Okay. For instance. The Messenger of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala mentioned, "Go back and take out of the fire everyone in whose heart you find the weight of a mustard seed." In another narration, Allah says, "Whoever had the least, least, least speck of faith, take him out of the fire, and they will take out many people." So basically, whatever small good deeds that you have done, it is actually a savior for you in the akhirah. So don't be reluctant to do simple deeds to do simple uh, to take simple steps to do good things okay not only for yourself you you can ask other people to join you in whatever you are doing for the sake of Allah so whatever you do Allah will multiply it it's not that you do one you get one so you do one you get more than one sometimes you get 10 sometimes you get 20 100 Okay, it depends. So never think that one 
is one plus one equals to two. One plus one can equal can means can mean one thousand, one hundred. Okay, so it all depends on how sincere you are. You do it, and how um, you actually work towards achieving whatever you are doing. Okay, just now I forgot <coughs> to mention about the word ihsan. Okay, ihsan means if you have heard of that word, um, it means and you worship Allah as though you see Him. And if you don't see Him, He sees you. So whatever you do, you have to always have to remember that you have to have ihsan in you. Do it as though you see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? Do it as if Allah is present in front of you. So, like for example, if you do, you are um, doing your presentation right in class, so when your lecturer is evaluating your presentation you will always want to do your best okay anyone who has done a presentation which they just do it for the sake of doing it okay maybe yes eh? okay mm, what else eh? mm, maybe no because it is very difficult to explain the word ihsan okay antabudallah ka'annaka tarahu to worship Allah as if you see Him is very difficult. Okay, but if you believe in it, you you will strive, you will try to do your ibadah, to worship Allah as though you see Him. Okay. Okay, these are the three points on how to. Um, why building a strong relationship is very important because it is a symbol of faith, a symbol of iman. Okay, if you are good to others, means you are really holding on to the rope of Allah. Okay, it shows your iman, your faith level. Because if you are good to other people, you are surely good to Allah. Okay, then it increases Allah's blessings. The more you help people, the more Allah will reward you. Okay, so today, for example, you donate one dollar or you share a meal with your friend. You may never know tomorrow, instead of getting the same meal that you get, maybe your friend treat you to a mm, hotel, high tea, buffet or something. But I think girls nowadays, they don't like buffet. Lah, eh? um, it is actually, how, how to say it? If you give one, you get double triple so that is the increase in Allah's blessing that you cannot see when you give so it will happen later on in future so you have to always instill this all this is very how to say um, subjective okay you have to experience it to believe it okay but it really does it really does happen okay trust me I've gone through a lot already so Whatever you give, inshallah, maybe not this year, the following year, the next two years, the next three years, Allah will surely increase the blessings. Okay? And then be compassionate. Be aware of the people around you. So, building a strong relationship makes you more compassionate, makes you more concerned towards others. Okay? You have to have that spirit of giving, just like the video you watched just now. Okay? Give as much as you can. Okay, to sum up today's uh, session, 
can can sum up already right oh okay uh, so this is a hadith that is narrated by Abu Hurairah three there are three characteristic which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay number one the green the one in green you worship him alone and not associating him with anyone okay just like uh, in surah Al- uh, surah ikhlas surah kul huwallahu ahad okay walam yakun lahu kufuan ahad that you hold on uh, the second one hold on to the rope of Allah and the third one you advise and listen to the advice of whoever Allah appoints as your leader so it doesn't apply only to the leader of a country so it can be your leader in your society leader in your class so in class usually you have class monitor uh, sorry uh, <laughs> uh, yeah your leader in your student society okay you are also a leader in uh, whatever form that you may not notice okay everyone is a leader so everyone has to respect each and every one of you as a leader okay because if you feel that you are a leader then you how to say it it's it is a form of motivation uh, to be a leader right because you so many people look up to you and also you must feel also that you are a leader of course not the direct leader but the indirect leader okay and then the three that displeases him are that you say it was said so and so said okay so what what does it mean by that you interpret what other people say not in the correct way lah okay so if you interpret the hadith of course we have to use right the messenger of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala said okay but in your life okay do not interpret something which you are not sure you heard from someone then you you go and uh, pass it to another person uh, that one is not the right way to do so that's why the meaning it was said and so and so said is not something that Allah pleases okay and then asking unnecessary questions this is also another thing that you have to really look into okay do not ask unnecessary questions for example um you have uh, an assignment to complete okay then your lecturer said okay submit two weeks after this then you say why not just one week okay is that a necessary question no he already gave you two weeks you want one week you want to be lesser so yeah, please do not be this kind of people okay and then uh wasting money yeah so maybe some of you have earned your own money some of you have not so once you earn your own money then you know what wasting money is all about okay so do not spend unnecessarily on things that you don't really need okay remember i told you sometimes what you want is not what is good for you okay sometimes what you like is not what is the best for you Okay uh the last video for today so the main takeaway is to always be forgiving okay there is no mistake that cannot be forgiven 
no matter how bad it is okay like okay so we will end our session by with uh, by reciting this dua maybe we can recite together uh you want to recite for me So you can uh, practice this dua, okay, so that um, we are steadfast in whatever we do, and that Allah is the most forgiving. So whatever you have done in the past, just seek Allah's forgiveness. Okay, there is no. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Okay, you still have time. You still have time to repent. You still have time to ask Allah for forgiveness. So you can practice this dua. This dua is uh, read by Prophet Ibrahim and Ismail alaihi salam. There's a story behind this dua. If you want to, you can read the tafsir of Surah Baqarah, the verses before this verse. Then you can know what is the story all about. Okay. Uh, with that, um, I end my session. Okay, sorry. This the the last question just now. Did I answer? Have I? Oh, ada lagi. Okay. Uh, it is common to be told that we need to form relationships with the correct friends, friends who will bring you to Jannah. But what about friends whom we think will lead us away from Jannah? Do we just leave them on their path because we don't know the ending of a person? Yes, a very good sharing indeed. Okay, so I always mention right just now choose your right companion, choose your right companion. So if you have a friend whom you think will not lead you to Jannah, you should be the one leading him to Jannah. So you 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 be not you don't throw him away. So you take it as a challenge for you to guide your friend. Okay, to guide. So instead of him bringing you to Jannah, you can be the one who bring him to Jannah. Okay, it always works. It takes two hands to clap. Okay, so if you see the appearance of that person wearing this kind of clothes or whatever you cannot judge not necessary you are better than them because you are fully covered no okay you never know uh, you know the story of this this wom- woman who fed the dog with water right then eventually she entered jannah just because of that but she was formerly a someone right someone who is not good so never ever judge anyone so if you think your friend is not the one who will lead you to Jannah you don't leave them okay you bring them you guide them okay you try you try your best to change them because you you know that you have that capability because you can already tell that he cannot he or she cannot lead you to Jannah right means you are 
already one step ahead of he or him or her. Okay, can? Okay, uh, is it better to do a good deed while feeling riak or to not do the good deed at all? What is riak? What is riak? Riak means showing off, lah. Showing off, right? You want people to know what you do. So you is still always is still far, okay? When before you, whenever you do, before you do good deed, whenever you do, always. Um, uh, what? How to say? Do it with istighfar. Okay, before and after. Astaghfirullah. Then do. Bismillah. Astaghfirullah. Bismillah. Astaghfirullah. Okay, so that eventually you don't have you will throw away that kind of feeling because you cannot stop yourself from doing good things. Okay, you cannot say oh I don't want to do because people will think I'm showing off. That one is people think. Okay, people think is a different thing. Okay, you yourself know why you do it. Okay, so always have the intention first. Innamal a'malu bin niyats. Everything is by what you uh, intend. Okay, is by your intention. Okay. Can we really enjoin good forbid and forbid evil if we are not exemplifying ourselves? Wouldn't be, wouldn't we be the worst of hypocrites? Yeah, this is a very challenging question. Yeah. No, it is actually uh, humans. Uh, we do mistakes every time. Okay, we are not maksum. We are not the prophet. So you don't always have this kind of thinking. Oh, I'm not a good person. Why must I show good example to other people? It's not necessary that way. So you have to throw this kind of mentality. Okay, do not think that oh, I I'm doing a lot of wrong things. I have a lot of sins. Okay, that is for Allah to judge. It's not for you to judge. Whatever you feel you want to share with others, whatever good things you want to do, just do it. Okay, do it for the sake of Allah. Hypocrite. Hypocrite means um, telling people to do this, but behind them you do something else, right? So if you want, if you are doing that, you already know that you are doing something wrong. So you must change that first lah. You must change that in you first. Okay? If you want somebody else to do good things, you yourself must do it first. You yourself must try it out first. Okay? But don't do it because you feel that you don't don't um, hold back. Okay? Don't hold back because you feel you have a lot of sins. No. That's not the way. Okay? How do we know if you are truly sincere in our actions? You don't know, is it? How to know that we are really sincere? When we do, we really want something to change. Okay, we really want something good to happen in the return. So that is when we know we are doing it, not to show off but we, we really want to work to achieve something that is good okay maybe I will uh, try to get a better answer for this okay uh, maybe I will text you eh? sis Nadia
because this one is very uh, subjective sincerity cannot be measured it's not something that you can measure okay but it's okay um, I'll, I'll take down this question how do you learn to become a good companion to someone by holding on to the rope of Allah okay please uh, hold on to the Quran okay attend um, majlis ulil okay attend uh, listen to the scholars read the Quran um, embrace Islam well so by doing this you can be a good companion to someone okay not necessary you hold your friend's hand all the time that is a good companion no okay holding on to your friend's hand maybe behind his or her behind their back you are doing something else Okay. Okay, how do we give without expecting any return? Yeah, that is very difficult. Okay. You motivate yourself by saying that Allah will reward you. Okay. You have to motivate yourself that the the the, the event uh, eventually Allah will be the one who will reward you. Okay. You cannot expect you give one dollar, your friend return the one dollar back to you. Okay. That is not something that you 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 not something that you should instill in yourself. Okay, you have to always think that the reward will come from Allah. That is why we have the sawab and iqab. That's, that's why we have our uh, reward and punishment. Because as human, it is natural to expect something. Okay, of course you cannot see it now. You have to wait until the day of judgment. Okay, uh... I hope I have answered your questions. Any of the questions you feel that you want further clarification, you can just let Sis Nadia know. Okay, then I will get back to you on that. Okay, thank you so much and I apologize for any shortcomings on my part. Thank you so much. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Thank you so much for listening to the QTIO podcast. If you're interested, do follow us on Instagram at The Immense Ocean. Till next time, see you soon.